Welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, your go-to source for straight-up business advice. Hi everybody, it's Kayleen here from Startup Creative. Today I want to talk to you about morning rituals, how and why to do them. So often I get this question um, through Instagram when I'm sharing parts of my morning ritual on Instagram stories. So due to popular demand, here I am, I'm going to share with you a little bit about why I think it's important to do a bit of a morning practice and share with you how I do mine, what I actually do, my routine for the mornings. And then I'm going to talk you through the five senses and how that can be a good kind of foundation and place to start with with setting your own morning rituals and routines. For those of you who do follow me on social media, you would know that I'm a big believer in meditation. So I personally found meditation um, and a morning practice when I was going through a pretty rough time in my own personal life and um, just found that I was waking up with a really tight chest from anxiety and worry. You know, a lot of my outlook on the world felt very dark and gloomy for a little while there. And so really threw myself into the world of meditation and really for me the biggest shift that I experienced was taking me out of the victim mentality of poor me life is happening to me and I'm now you know meditation through meditation um, and mindfulness learned that I could be the creator of my existence and that's how I started Startup Creative was stepping out of victim and into the creator of my life and where the creation happens and comes from is in the silence and in the witnessing and the observer of your life. So you can't be the creator of your life if you're constantly running the same patterns over and over, the same conditions, the same habits, the same behaviors, the same relationships, putting up with the same conditions in your life. And in order to create something different to what you already have or something more of what you you want in your life, then you need to find space. And space happens for me in the morning, first and foremost, but then it's definitely something I carry throughout my day as a bit of a mantra. So when I say space, I mean stepping back from your reality, stepping back, like leaning back and, you know, whether that's closing your eyes or physically being like, okay, what's going on here and what do I want, what's working, what's not working and what do I actually want to be happening? And stepping into that creator mentality and just having that mindset changes everything. How I do this, uh, so when, yeah, let's just quickly go a little bit more into that. So um, that for me was the biggest shift into putting up with a job that wasn't serving me, that completely drained me of energy and sucked all of my creativity and created the business and the life of my dreams, which I now live as startup creative, as a business coach, as an entrepreneur who can live and work anywhere in the world at any time, yeah, and has, you know, already um, outdone the income that I was earning at, at my job as well. So beyond being the creator and, you know, living the life of your dreams, it gives you the ability to... To, to see clearly. So the clarity to live an intentional life. 
So, so many people go about life just accepting it as it is, you know, whether that's how people, uh, you know, the conditions that other people are putting on your life or maybe it's shitty relationships and circumstances, living conditions, low income, what, like whatever the conditions are that isn't serving you, the biggest way to shift that is to become and intentional. What is, if you were to really sit right now in this moment and go, okay, I'm the creator of this, whatever I'm experiencing right now, I've created. If I'm not, if it's not serving me and I'm not happy and there's a part of my life that needs changing, how and how can I do that? I'm, I have the power to do that and I'm, I'm willing to do that. And when you get to that place, that's when meditation makes sense. This is where mindfulness and a morning ritual all becomes the most powerful tool. And I often think about it as starting your day out with an intention is similar to like saying, I want to go on a holiday, right? Like if you say to me, I want to go on a holiday, then the chances are the next question I'm going to say is where are you going to go? And then you go, okay, well, I'm going to go to America. And then that in itself is setting an intention. Okay, cool. Well, are you going to catch a flight? What time of year are you going to go? Who are you going to fly with? What's your budget? Uh, Where are you going to stay? And then we can start to plan life according, the holiday, according to what you want to experience. And that's the same as our life, right? Setting your intention from the moment you open your eyes every single morning is the same as designing your dream life and going, okay, cool. I am healthy and abundant is, you know, the words that come to your mind when you first start to wake up in the morning. Okay, cool. What does health and abundance look like? What do we need to do? What do we need to change? How how can we uh, uh, attract that more into our life? Or perhaps what is in our life that isn't healthy and abundant, isn't aligned with that, and how can we let go of that? And often I notice this with coaching clients who will come to me and say, after that one session, this happened and that happened and all of these cool things are happening and my business is thriving and this person wants to pay me to do this and, you know, I sold out of this. And they're like, wow, that helped so much. And a lot of the time I say back to them, like, I didn't do anything. All I helped you to do was get really fucking clear about what it is that you want. I helped you to focus your intention on the outcomes that you want to receive. And often that's what happens is people come for a coach or a mentor and go, they're just scattered. They've got thoughts everywhere. They're confused. They're overwhelmed. The moment we call in absolute clarity, set an intention and focus our energy on that, then doors start to open, opportunities arise, cool shit starts to happen. So this is the same with your life, right? Let's start to set an intention for what it is that you actually want to experience. Otherwise, you're just floating down a stream, kind of dealing with whatever, you know, debris or rocks or banks are going to hit you or throw at you but if you decide that you want to go downstream in a rapid then let's build you you know let's build you a canoe that's going to make that fun and exciting and and an adventure so that's my my view on on morning rituals and, and intention setting is I'm not prepared to go through this life and this existence just accepting circumstances and being a victim or being um you know subject to what other people want 
want for me or experiencing or projecting onto me. I absolutely believe that I'm the creator of my reality and that starts from the before I even open my eyes. So let me talk you a little bit through how I do this in my own life and then I'll give you some strategies for how you might like to implement it in your life. So before you actually wake up in the morning, there's a split second, there's a couple of split seconds which you can obviously expand on where you're not quite awake but you're not quite asleep and you're still a little bit lucid. So what is it in that moment where you haven't yet identified with everything that you think you are in this world. So you're not the business coach, you're not the magazine editor, you're not the the girlfriend or the auntie or the sister or the daughter. You're none of those things. You're just kind of a being, right? You're this soul, you're this you're the person in this space. And in that moment, that's where the reality happens. That's where the creation of your reality happens. How I explain it to people is before we start shaking hands with all of the conditions in our life, we actually get to be observe what conditions we do have in our life. What are we about to jump into and just start agreeing to? And what do we actually want? So perhaps normally you wake up and you're like, shit, I've got to get up and make the kids breakfast or I've got to reply to that email or I need to go to the gym. In that split second, you actually get to go, okay, what's real for me right now? What's alive? What's happening? What, you know, who am I? Who do I want to be? And you observe it and you watch it. And before you go making deals and contracts and shaking hands with all of the different conditions in your life, you actually get to stop and breathe and go, I'm the creator of this reality. What do I actually want today? You know, do I need to get up and feed the kids right away? Or can they feed themselves? Or can they wait 10 minutes while I do a morning practice for myself so that I can fill myself up first and then give from a more present available space? You know, or do is that replying to that email urgent can it wait half an hour or an hour until I'm in the office and not in bed in my you know in my sacred space so this is where like putting the phone outside of the bedroom and having you know not jumping straight on social media which is kind of going to feed all of those things that you think you are that this is where all that comes in so letting go of all of those habits and knowing that they're going to be hard to break because they are different to what you're probably currently doing so where you notice yourself go for your phone or you know just jump out of bed mindlessly then see if you can catch yourself and and rewire a new habit so what I do is in that split moment I try to breathe and breathe into my body and before I you know go I've got to do this I just try to be nothing I try to be a being I try to be a soul I try to be energy and stay in that space for as long as possible and I breathe into that space and in that moment I will try to check in with my body so I might put my hands on my tummy or my heart and go what's real for me like what's present and you know when you're in a really stressed state sometimes it's anxiety and worry and overwhelm sometimes it's joy and excitement and you know um, fun but really noticing what's real and alive for you so you know checking in with yourself and your body because so often we just numb you know those emotions or those beliefs or those longings in our heart and in in our gut Um, and it's like pushing a, a balloon full of air 
under underwater, right? Like it's it doesn't it's hard to keep underwater. It's going to keep trying to pop up, and no matter how hard you try, if you're not being present with your emotional self and your emotional body and and what's right for you, and addressing it and facing it and experiencing it and feeling it, then it's going to pop up somewhere. Whether that's screaming at someone at work later in the day or being passive aggressive to your partner or manifesting a sickness um, or an injury, you know, like I used to have a lot of car crashes actually when I was quite young, Um, just like mindless, silly things of running up the back of people or, you know, like stupid stuff like that. But when I look back at that now, I'm like, I was so mindless, you know, I was, I wasn't present. I wasn't aware of my surroundings and what was real for me and a lot of energy running through my body that I didn't know how to deal with. So in that moment, I try to take uh, awareness and take a look at what's real and present for me. And then I allow that to move through my body. So whether that's just releasing a big breath of like uh, a sigh and just let it all out, or maybe sometimes there's tears there, maybe there's anger and I need to like scream into my hand and like, like, I'm so fucking annoyed by that situation, you know, and just letting all of the emotion be there and run there. And emotion is energy in motion, right? So it's just an energy. It doesn't need to be clogged. It doesn't need to rule you or control your day it's just there it's present I allow it to be there cool thanks for teaching me what are you here for you know what what's the what's the observer have to say or or see of that emotion rather than jumping into a story around it of like this person did that or I feel so anxious I need to take tablets or whatever it might be right and just observe it and allow it to be there and run and what I've found in my personal experience is that when you allow the emotion to be there without judgment and you just witness it, a lot of the time it subsides and you can just let it go and you can see the truth beneath it, which might be, I'm really, I'm feeling really anxious today. I need to ask for help. I need to outsource some of my work so that all of this isn't building up on my shoulders. And once I allow that all to sit there and to be there and I get to the bottom of it, then I start to really set my intention for what it is that I do want. So this is where I personally use a guided meditation from Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, But sometimes it might be like fun music that I get up and dance to and really dance in my fun intention for the day. Or perhaps it's like a really like blissful cosmic meditation that takes me out of this world and into like space where I'm just like calling in my wildest dreams and knowing, you know, that, you know, using quantum fields and, and yeah, attracting my dream life and my dream experiences and visualizing what that would look like and feel like and allowing that emotion to run through my body. Sometimes that ends in journaling where I just write out a goals list or things that I want for my life, whether that's holidays or a dream list for a lover that I have or a goal for my business. So yeah, it it changes every single day. I definitely start um, weaving um, different music, different movement. Sometimes I weave in cacao, which is a, um, an ancient plant from um, mainly in Peru where they, it's a cacao bean. Um, you can buy it in a raw form that has a very beautiful medicinal properties to it. Yeah, sometimes I use oils like essential oils, Palo Santo, sage, just like the elements really. So the, the five senses, so touch, smell, taste, hearing and 
seeing as well. So if I talk you through a little bit of these three, the five senses of, you know, how I apply them to my ritual, then yeah, that could be perhaps a good foundation for you and, um, and how you like to do, might like to start your rituals or your morning routine. So if I think about the senses, I think about touch and what I always do when I start my meditation is make sure I'm in a comfortable position. So, you know, if it's a cold morning, then, you know, wrapping myself in a blanket or or having a hot water bottle, but um, making sure that my body feels comfortable. And then often um, when I'm in a really deep meditative space, and obviously, you know, I've been doing this for a number of years now, so don't feel like this is where you have to be straight away. But sometimes I'll go into such a deep state that I'm I'm beyond my body. So I don't feel pain or I don't feel pins and needles. I don't feel cold. I don't feel anything. I'm just in this kind of bliss state of, you know, nothingness. But when I I first start out, I I try to make sure I'm comfortable. So looking into my eyes, if I use my senses, um, I actually close down my eyes. So shutting your eyes means that your brain is processing less information. So less of attaching to your environment of like, okay, I'm in this house, I have to do this thing. Shutting your eyes means that it gives your brain a rest, less stimulus for your brain, um, and allows you to go into an imaginative state as well and really visualize something that hasn't yet experienced in your life. And the beauty of neuroscience is that as humans, we have the ability to visualize. And when we visualize something and we feel the emotion of that visualization in our body, we're actually, I I like to think of it as putting like a file in a filing cabinet in our brain. And we're giving our brain that as a memory. And the brain doesn't know whether that actually existed or hasn't existed, hasn't yet happened. And as a result, we can trick our brain into attracting that situation into our life. So a really good book for all of the neuroscience around this where I've learned a lot of my stuff is Dr. Joe Dispenza. So um, I'm definitely not an expert in this. This is my understanding and how I personally um, view meditation and mindfulness. I highly recommend that you go and do the research yourself and read Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself to really understand what I'm talking about in this space because I totally believe it in you know all of my being I've read the science I've read the the studies and the stats behind it and um yeah I believe this so deeply in my soul and I've seen the results of it so I recommend that you go and do the same to really understand it um so definitely shut down my eyes smells sometimes I use essential oils sage palo santo um and actually coming from a Christian background I um yeah, definitely notice, you know, the the beauty of smells. So, when, you know, when we walk into churches and smell incense or, you know, um, Buddhist temples or wherever, um, it kind of anchors us into that spiritual realm of like, wow, like, you know, something magical and sacred happening here. So um, using essential oils, sage and palo santo for me is about like, you know, taking me beyond this world and, and giving me that sacred kind of smell that goes, okay, I'm beyond this human being, I'm beyond this world. There is another dimension that I totally believe in that is also operating here and the smell is a really beautiful easy way to access that kind of um, mystical space so taste um, I personally use cacao not every morning but you know I might sit with an intention and make a cacao and really um, 
um, yeah, so one of one of our last episodes was anchoring the light episode. If you want to learn more about cacao and setting an intention within cacao and and the the medicinal properties of of that drink, then don't go listen to that episode um, called anchoring the, with anchoring the light. And um, the show notes on our website actually have a recipe that you can use as well. So definitely go check that out. And then I definitely use music and guided. Um, guided meditations. So in the show notes of this episode, I will put a link to a playlist that I've created on Spotify if you'd like to start there. It's kind of just like, it doesn't really have music, um, words in the music. It's just kind of like beautiful instrumental um, that is, again, a bit like that ritualistic vibe of taking us beyond our mind and into something different, especially when silence can be really hard to sit with when we're first starting out. So if you'd like to start with some music in the background, or yeah definitely check out Joe Dispenza's guided meditations I highly recommend that so I hope that has been helpful for you guys I highly recommend starting your own morning rituals and you know this is me and my experience this is what a lot of people have asked for so that's why I'm sharing it today but beyond all of this I highly recommend for you to do what's right for you like what what do you need do you need dead silence you need sleeping you know in front of a fire you know with beautiful music in the background or do you need to get up and dance to fun exciting music and really pump you up for your day like yeah I feel like the best morning rituals are the ones that come from your absolute truth so what's your authentic self asking for and try not to be too rigid with it right like like do what feels right for you every single day and that's that's the, the thing about being human and sometimes it means getting up and running and listening to a podcast that really inspires you and pumps you up and sometimes it might be sitting in silence across from your lover and intentionally drinking your morning coffee together and and asking each other what what's the the three words that you want to in, set your intention for for the day whatever that is for you do what's right for you but see if you can take some time out of your day before you wake up um, to create space from who you think you are step back and start to create who you truly deeply want to be in this world because at the end of the day you're the only one responsible for that and you are absolutely capable of creating and living the life of your dreams so all the best with your morning rituals if there's any more questions around that feel free to reach out on instagram at startup creative um, and i will do my best to answer any more questions or you can always book in for a coaching session um, and I can help you with that process as well have a great day bye